What the fuck? Did I just see other hands? Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm Brett. Fuck's sake. <laughs> We're going with that. That's my new intro. Okay. Uh, and this is Fools with Souls, a podcast for the energetic Erd mention. <laughs> uh, Nailed it. Yeah. Which is, uh, Al, do you want to explain what that is for the people yeah. at home? Um, Meerkats in German is little strawberry people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same word for strawberries because strawberries come from the earth. So it's like earth berries. And, <laughs> and meerkats are earth people. So it's the same word. So they're little strawberry people. And other things that you learn at the zoo. <laughs> With Al. The more you know. Uh, the... Uh, Beautiful, fantastic, wonderful. Uh, so where can we find you all? <laughs> <laughs> That's been Vocabulary with Al. Thank you and good night. Uh, Al, what have you been up to since the thing that we were at? The thing that we were at, um, I returned from the thing that I was at. Um, I've just literally... Uh, literally. Finished, literally, literally... This minute finished the edit for the video, Ooh. which was produced at said thing, um, which is very nice and segues nicely into your video, Steve. Um, yeah, it was great to be doing some editing again. Um, it's been a while, a while. Um, but last night, I took the romantic and extremely um, scenic route down the M1 to Milton Keynes, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the world's only roundabout city. Um, and stayed in what can only be described as a training and conference center (laughs) Uh, because for some reason it was the venue for Rammstein's only UK tour gig of (laughs) of 2019 Um, and it was absolutely fucking amazing Uh, I've never seen Rammstein before uh, live and it's without a shadow of a doubt the best gig I've ever been to it was insane I was just saying before the show that they had four different sizes of flamethrower and that was just one of the props that they had. It, it was, yeah. it was impressive, and it's certainly given us uh, some food for thought for uh, for next year at Maple Central slash twenty twenty one. Yeah, at one point he was driving around on a massive cock and balls, shooting jizz into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism. That tracks. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Brett, uh, how are you going to top that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, post Laras, um, actually, I should back up the the days after you guys left. Uh, we got everything knocked together and had a nice little session with the four remaining people that were there, including Habu and uh, Ellen and Jess and furiously edited because I do not recall seeing anything about needing to bring my laptop. So oh, I yeah, felt like yeah. a real uh, asshole for that. Okay. Yeah, I know. No, no, not excuses. That was 100% on me. Um, then, so yeah, that led to like 28 hours straight of not sleeping and furiously putting a video together only to go on a plane to Rome and I got to see a lot of really, really old things that <laughs> I only saw in uh, my art history books going through school and genuinely moments of awe. I will say awesome because yep. that's exactly what it was standing in front of the Pantheon, which I'd only ever seen in books or in a horrible yeah. uh, novel turned movie with Tom Hanks. Um, it was inspiring to say the least in terms of how the hell did they do that? And these, these pillars are so massive and this dome and the Coliseum, everything seeing, seeing just this, this old world. Um, I believe it's the oldest stuff I've ever experienced in person. Cause you know, you go through museums, you see old artifacts and everything like that, but they're curated and they're put in a glass case and there they sit versus turning a corner 
on a tiny little Roman street and then just being in front of the Pantheon and going, holy <laughs> shit, yeah. I'm here now in this place. Um, it was brilliant. It was a really short trip, uh, just a couple of days, but I, uh, it was something like 40, 40 or 50 miles walked in those three days. I feel real good about it. And I got a few blisters on my feetsies to show because I didn't bring the proper footwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really, really great though. And then just like smash back to reality. Whoops. That goes tragedy, whatever the dialogue is. Um, just ran over to Jim's to load the anvil that uh, Jess and Ben got from Chris Zepp uh, into the back of the shuttle, which is hilarious because I don't think that thing was meant to tow an anvil plus a lot of other shit. Anyway, it's going to be a really silly drive home for her. Um, other than that, uh, I've got a few people coming in town this week. Chris Cash, Andrew from Blacksmith Tools. Um, I think Zepp's going to come up around. Paul Pinto might be showing up, but we're going to have just kind of a couple of days of hangout and Eric from Hintel Rescue. Um, a couple of days to hang out. There's an event in Long Island with Brent Bailey, who I got to take a class from a couple of years ago and made the hammer with. They're doing something with power hammers, but no one has any idea how the hell we're getting there or when or what we're supposed to do. Um, so I feel like I'm right, right back into where I was when I started, which is every day is a complete question mark and no one has the answer. <laughs> so it's interesting to be back knowing that 48 hours ago I was having breakfast on the top of the Vatican. Um, it was a really nice couple of days off, but I, I feel just super inspired and, I I had a realization that I've never just taken a rock and then made something with a rock. And we were having discussions the whole time about, you know, Al brings up Michelangelo saying like he could see David inside of the block of marble. I don't understand standing in front of this stuff and going, how did they see that inside of it? How did they see the Pieta inside this chunk of rock? But it just makes me want to, try other materials and and know that I could still achieve absolutely beautiful things with very limited tools and less technology than what we've got now. So lots of good things coming back from it. Feels weird to be back. <laughs> I want to go back and sit at the Pantheon again and just <laughs> stare at everything. But it's really, really awesome. It was it was a nice trip. Glad I got to see all of you guys. Nice. Did you have as many uh, Assassin's Creed moments with you there as I did? Oh, <laughs> golly. Like, there were just I moments of... Hold off for jumping up on things. Just... Well, yeah. I mean, I was making jokes the whole time, just going, I bet I could climb that. Look, look, like there's handholds everywhere because the stone has these big gaps in it. And it's like I could climb to the top and jump into a, a cart filled hey. with hay. Oh, no one pushes carts filled with hay around anymore. Shit. Well... Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, so much espresso and delightful imagery. It was good stuff. Uh, Steve, top that. uh, I was just going to say, for anybody that doesn't get the Hey, Hey, Hey reference, uh, go watch Brett's video, because you should have done that by now anyway. Because Al's a brilliant, brilliant human. (laughs) And when you tell him to walk into a room, he just comes up with something. Yeah. Um. No, I, to be fair, I'm really glad that you uh, you said about the Pantheon a lot rather than doing what everyone else does and say, says about the Colosseum because the, the fucking Vatican standing in the queue for four and a half hours. Oh, fuck yeah, that. if you wake up at 6.30 in the morning and run there, there's <laughs> no one and it's Ooh. brilliant. And then by the time you walk out at 9.30, <laughs> there's a line an hour and a half long. So <laughs> tips, tips if you ever go to Rome, either go really early in the morning and go really late at night because the Colosseum looks beautiful at night yes, all of the forums and everything you can't get inside of anything obviously yeah. but you... really they uh just made a comment at one point saying like they do a really really good job of keeping it open uh at least as far as like you can get close to everything yeah. still so it's not completely yeah. blocked off it was really really amazing go ahead um, steve did you go see the catacombs uh the ossuary yeah the the Ch- capuchin monks uh, that was the last full day. Yeah, I yeah. was there for 
I think I was there for an hour. And there's only four rooms, but holy shit. Yeah. You want to talk about evil geniuses and, and just dark, beautiful, oddity, weirdness. I mean, it like it speaks to me, right? It's just a yeah. bunch of people doing beautiful things. Or it's one guy doing beautiful things with a bunch of bones <laughs> and skulls <laughs> and seeing this odd construction and hearing the story behind it. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, and, and honestly, it was over, it was almost more overwhelming going through that hour long experience in a room that's maybe 30 feet long. Cause you just walk down the hallway and look into the little crypts. Yeah. Um, I had to like stop afterwards and just go have a sit down. Cause it's just, it's, it's, it's a little overpowering. There's like so much going on and they don't really force you through it. You're not really like getting pushed through, but. I don't know. You don't get to, you don't get to just like put a chair in front of it and sit for an hour. It's kind of a yeah. small place. So that was, that was probably one of the more uh, interesting aspects of the trip because it's not something you see because you can't take photos inside. Yeah. So there's no way to actually like record your experience in there other than buying some really cheap souvenir stuff at the end. Well, not cheap souvenir stuff at the end, but it's very poorly designed t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I remember uh, going around that and being absolutely blown away by it. Ugh, so, yeah, I would I would like to go back and sit for longer. Yeah, uh, Steve, cool. Go on. Yes. Uh, what did I do? I uh, <laughs> I booked my flight for the wrong day. Yeah, spent, you did. Yeah, spent uh, a very long time sat in Cologne Airport. That was that was fun. <laughs> uh, but then I got to stroke the legs of a five meter tall woman. Well, <laughs> woman Barbie thing. It was. Uh, it's a woman at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the penis hasn't been carved yet, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, going out and seeing Caro and getting to help her, which was goddamn glorious. Um, Berlin is a hell of a town. Uh, and Carol's workshop is so it's so so surreal being there like I think it's it's because it's one of those places where I've seen so many weird and wonderful things coming out of it and like being photographed in it to then actually be there and it just like I'd just be like set to task doing jobs and that it was it was great um and uh and yeah, like the fact that the first day it was helping to stand this five meter tall sculpture up in the courtyard to get the dimensions right was was a bit weird. But oh, the <laughs> photos look so good though. Oh, it's it's just so incredible. odd. I mean, seeing what Caro does on a regular basis is always like, oh my god, that is that is delightfully odd. But actually seeing yeah. you there, yeah, <laughs> for some reason better. <laughs> yeah, being being there was just weird, but it was it was a really nice experience because it was doing a lot of stuff that I uh, I have no experience with and I have no like instantly transferable skills. Um, so it was quite nice to to have kind of no expectations whatsoever and basically just stand there, wait for Carrie to tell me what to do, and then just get on with it and do it, and and then kind of like. Do a little bit, and then be like, "Is is this right? Should I be doing it like this? Should it not blocking everything with hammers, Steve?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was fucking great. It was really nice, uh, like learning new skills and and learning a bit more about uh, what it is that Car actually does, and and seeing the, those new techniques and things like that, and working with materials that I've never worked with before. Um, spreading uh one of the most bizarre experiences of my life has to be spreading uh, or mixing together wallpaper paste and pva glue which i'm just going to let you imagine what that looks like <laughs> and then spreading that over the torso of this five meter tall bar were you at the rammstein was... concert as well <laughs> <laughs> right it was fucking weird <laughs> but uh but yeah it was great fun um Lots of uh, stupid jokes and things like that as well. Um, one of the most delightful things I think I've ever experienced is uh, helping 
like putting um, cloth over the top of the polystyrene sculpture. And uh, whenever we needed more glue on it, just hearing Caro go, more glue, please. <laughs> and singing it. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that made me so happy. Um, uh, what else did I do? Oh yeah. And uh, then I flew back. Uh, it took me far too long to get home. Um, so I left, I think we left the apartment at like eight o'clock in the morning and I walked through my ha- door at, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I walked through my door at about 11 o'clock at night. Um, so yeah, that was a long day. Uh, they got to spend a day with jazz, just catching up and seeing her for the first time in two weeks. Um, and then today I went to the house of resin, uh, which is only just down the road. Um, and did a, uh, course with them on basically like an introduction to resin class um which was extremely useful because it turns out i don't know anything about resin um but yeah it was really nice kind of uh it was with uh pam from highland boxes pam harris oh, nice. um which it, that that was one of the best parts about it is actually getting to meet pam properly because uh i think both maker centrals we've kind of said hi as we're passing sort of thing but not actually been able to sit down and chat so it's really nice being able to uh spend a bit of time with her and also just kind of demystifying um resin uh and it was good for them as well because it was the first time they've they've run a, a class like that so they were just kind of um just seeing how it goes and i think hopefully they're going to be doing some more uh classes um, I, sorry was that yandles no, it was at uh, at House of Resin. Oh, in, right. oh cool! In Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. Oh, but uh, maybe you could maybe you could cross over with Yandles. Well, I don't like I I, I don't know what the deal is there because I don't know whether they supply Yandles or whether they're actually competing companies. So, yeah, yeah fair um, enough. But yeah, no, they um they had a really nice little uh, area to do. It was really good fun. Um, learned a lot, and like I say, it it just made uh like all the crap that you hear on youtube or like if you ever actually start looking into resin and you don't know anything about it 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 gets really complicated really quickly um and it was really nice having pam just kind of let's say demystify it and explain oh no actually this is all fairly straightforward if you stop and think about what you're doing and and kind of understanding why you use that kind of epoxy for that and polyurethane for that and everything else um so yeah, it's it's something that I don't know if they're gonna. I think this was kind of a trial run, and I think they might do some more. Um, but uh, but yeah, because the company themselves are only they're only a year old because uh, they used to be well, they're, they're trading as I don't fucking know. Um, but they only got their website up uh, like a week before Maker Central, um, so they're still quite new and they're still adding stuff to it. Um, but if anybody did want to do one of the courses, if you drop them an email and let them know that you'd be interested, because at the moment they don't know if they're going to run anymore. And I think it would be a massive shame if they didn't, because I don't know of anyone else that's running something like that, where it's like a, a proper kind of introduction to it. Most places seem to be either, you know, the resin art thing, which I think they had someone at Maker Central doing, um, where you like pour a load of uh, resin onto a canvas and then spread more resin on top of it and it looks all pretty um but yeah it was it was more in depth than that but without being overly complicated so i um yeah i really hope that they do more of that because i think it's a really good thing for for people like me that that are interested in it but don't really know anything about it to be able to have a go well again Um, another great example of like a company championing like someone like pam as an ambassador yeah it's like yeah, exactly. the right people on board to yeah. like link the community, but also like real, just real makers. Yeah. And not, yeah. 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 Cause well and Pam's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like so, so glad that I got to spend a bit of time with her. She's um, yeah, she's ace. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that links in no way to what we're going to talk about today. Which <laughs> no, was... no change there then, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Basically, as you may have noticed, me and Al didn't really talk about what we were up to before that. Brett did because he doesn't listen to us. 
Uh, but <laughs> the confused look on Brett's face now. Uh, but uh, as you probably all are very aware, we went out and spent um, a few days at Laura's house, uh, workshop, studio thing. Uh, and we all made some stuff and it was great fun. And we were all just going to talk a little bit about that because it was Fucking wonderful experience. Uh, Brett, your hand is slightly off screen, so I can't tell if you're putting your hand. There we go. Yeah. Brett, do you want to say something? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I yeah. can just see your the part of your finger creeping in from the side of the screen. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's about right. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to start this off with a thought that I was having over the last, let's say, week. Um, it's, it's a really, really nice reminder to do something like, this with Laura and with you guys and, and our little group of friends um, where the, the realization of, of just a year or two ago where I would have never thought I would have been in Cologne, Germany, hanging out with Laura Kampf at her new workshop with, you know, five of my closest friends <clears throat> that I made through the internet that I, you know, you two I do the podcast with and it's nice, but I, I don't get to see you all that often or as often as I'd like. And being able to watch Ellen do her second woodworking project. And, you know, Jess had to work tirelessly because her project kind of got changed and Al busting out the bunk beds and Steve, the, the forge barbecue is fantastic. And I don't know all the projects that everybody did, and and just taking a step back and going, holy shit, I'm in Germany right now <laughs> with all these people I met through the internet. And then I'm standing in Rome in front of the Pantheon and going, what the fuck is yeah. my life? Like, I love it, right? I, I really, really love how things have gone. And this isn't something that's going to become like super typical for any of us where we're just like, oh, I spend all of my life just <laughs> traveling around and, you know, people throw a little bit of cash my way so I can go and do these amazing things it's it's a struggle and it's not going to change overnight but holy shit i'd i'd love to spend a hell of a lot more time traveling around and making things at other people's places and being able to spend time with the people that i've met through the crazy space that we get to interact through it's just it was a beautiful reminder of where things have gotten to after a couple of years of doing this so that's it. Just yeah. talking about Steve's favorite thing in the community. But here we are. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it would be really, really easy to lead off, uh, lead on from that and, and talk about how fucking surreal it is, how wonderful it is and all that. But uh, what I do want to say is, what the fuck, Ellen? How is that seriously your second, <laughs> like only ever your second woodworking project? Fuck off. That's not fair. Have you watched the video? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's so good. I love the rulers. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, I saw that. So I was bad. like, "Oh, that's fucking genius." That that's yeah. how you did it. I need a really so, long curvy thing. Got so, it. To give uh, a little bit more context around that, um, so uh, Ellen Habu and a few others uh, got out there uh, one week. Um, Al turned out up on the Monday of the next week. Uh, Brett, Jess, and myself all turned up on the day after the Tuesday. Um, so there was a few projects that were already finished and Ellen's um, picnic bench was like three quarters the way done by the time we turned up and it's fucking glorious oh. and such a such a, a simple but brilliant design and it's great and fuck you Ellen, I'm so jealous that you managed to do that so like and made it look so fucking easy as well it was yeah it was a joy to watch i think she, um she did super super well there yeah and we all got to eat dinner there like immediately I, after moving it it was just like right so we eat here now right yeah exactly <laughs> but uh but yeah no it was it was great seeing um seeing that and also the the it, it was such a bizarre experience to kind of be sat there and it's there was a lot of things that were um 
like obviously because it's a it's a new workshop it wasn't fully set up um there was lots of people there so you know you, you occasionally had to wait for tools and things like that but at the same time it was so surreal being able to just go oh, fuck i need to do this and i can't quite figure out how and then it, it was like people had a sixth sense because you you just have a thought of how am i going to do this and then there's like six makers that you really respect suddenly around you going oh why don't you do this why don't you try that why don't you do this or the other option is you think that and then out of nowhere kill just appears and starts doing it for you <laughs> which is fucking great um i think yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a really good point about sort of the, the the people that were there and and this kind of surrounding yourself with these people but i don't i don't want it to be like this weird like sort of exclusive like circle jerk like oh right. yeah, we were there and we were great it's basically anyone that gets involved so there were yeah. people there that weren't youtubers there were people there that weren't like in what we call the community but just basically people with the same mindset as us yeah and they turned up and they helped out and they did everything and they didn't care and just you know slept on fucking sofas and you know and it was it, it so it's not just about this like weird like exclusive community it's absolutely right. like anyone that comes into contact with laura or the people around her or you know, us or Fools of Tools group. It's just like this contagious thing. Like there's yeah. people I've never met before. There was a few guys from like um that I saw uh Make a Fair Hanover last year. Yeah. That was really nice to meet back up with them. The guy with the uh um the beefy grill, which was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um but again other guys, just random people just turning up and just being having the same attitude, same laid back, you know, everyone with their own personalities, but it just there's just something contagious. There's something underwriting this this whole attitude towards life and you know not 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 this not like weird sort of hippie cult community but like (laughs) you know still still living in the real world right like like, exactly like you said brett this isn't going to be something that we can do forever you know this is a fantastic once in a lifetime opportunity but right um it really did rub off on me like after that week just coming back and going wow I like that uh, Marielle and Lisa showed up. Yeah, just that was fucking great. Right. I had no because idea they were coming. Out, out right. of anybody that I've gotten to meet that have been, they've come to two classes now. They were at the TIG welding class like a couple of days before. And then they, you know, they left and went to Laura's. Um, and I was watching their stories the other day and they went to Zach's to help Zach move to his new place, ZH oh, no Fabrications. Way. They were just there because they live relatively close to Zach now. Yeah, and they were just showed up, and I messaged Jack, and I was just like, "Oh my god, Lisa and Marielle are completely unstoppable." And he was like, "They were just in Germany." I'm like, "No, they're fucking." And they just came well. to help. Yeah, like they they fucking they're just friendly people, and they're awesome. Yeah. yeah, they took a class, they went and helped, and then they went and helped again, and now they're doing some like wildlife reserve <laughs> excursion or something like that. And Coach Gaspacho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and kel kel showing up and just going yeah i guess i'll have to wire the entire shop for internet <laughs> but so did marielle marielle was like up on ladders I know, she put a security <laughs> camera up she put the security cameras up outside like, what are you doing it's fucking brilliant well, actually one one of my fucking favorite moments right it was um I was annoying Steve, trying to get him to to do a skit for my video um by basically shouting at him while angle grinding while he was also angle grinding, yeah. um, Hassan had the plasma cutter out and was cutting out some like fucking <laughs> quarter inch plate steel. Um, I'm pretty sure Kel was on the floor cutting like tubing for yeah. some sort of ducting system. And then just like, so we're just making there's like four of us just making like a ridiculous amount of noise and sparks all in within like sort of a 10 foot radius. And then I just look up and there's just Marielle stood on the top of some ladders like within a meter of us, just looking down. It's like, I'm trying to fucking do something here, boys. We shut up. <laughs> it was fucking ace. But that, that's that was a fucking great thing is the fact that everyone was just there and everyone was just working away and and there was no um, there was no attitudes or anything like that. Like, if if you needed a tool and someone else was using it, then you know you either found another tool that would do the job, or you just waited. There was no like, oh, I need that because I'm more important, or I need to get this video done, or anything like that. It was just everyone was on an equal uh, playing field, no matter whether they were doing a, a video or they were just helping out or whatever, or just cooking, got... or just cleaning, or yeah. you know putting up some exactly. clothing, like uh, hacking, yeah. just putting up racks on the wall. Uh, it didn't yeah. matter. Everyone was just like. Yeah, it, yeah. It he like, was also it like it felt like a like a like a medieval village or something. Yeah, like, there was just shit going on. Like people didn't have a fucking 
uh, clocking in and out card for their hours or anything like that. It was yeah. like, this needs to get done, so I'll do it, and then I'll do the yeah. next thing, or I'll help yeah. that person because that, you know. Exactly. And that, that, that's, that was the, the beautiful thing is the fact that everybody was just there to just get shit done. And, um, and like that, that was one of the things that uh, I know Laura said about it, is the fact that she didn't want it to be a, a like a, a content creator thing <laughs> where everyone's talking about fucking. Let's talk about stats. Yeah. Like fucking talking about the algorithm and shit like that. She was like, I, this is why I invited the people that I invited because they're just here and shit's getting done. And, and that's what it, it was about. And like, I'm so glad you brought up about um, I think cause it's just the nicest guy. Yeah. Like, he drove, <laughs> he drove so many people around to do so <laughs> many things and knew none of us. Yeah. He was so nice. And we got to spend the last couple of days. He actually stayed an extra night to take Ellen, Jess and I to the airport. <laughs> oh, like he didn't have to, he yeah. just did. And then waited around and helped us kind of clean up in the mornings. And he was going to go back and, and continue working like, sometime a couple of days later and i think he's kind of checking in on the shop while she was gone but yeah uh we were like yeah we got to get a car to go to the airport tomorrow and he just goes no no, no i'll stay and he just like slept in the caravan and then took us the next morning like, Jesus. Was, that, was that his rig the what? big fucking arctic that turned up oh i have no idea so there was like there was a way station yeah, I... at, at laura's and then one day this massive articulate lorry just turned up and i was like oh someone's come to use the way station or yeah something's been delivered and I think he was. I think he's a truck driver, and he just like turned up in. Oh no, no, no! He's a uh, he's like a showrunner. He, he's a he works in production. He's ah, like a showrunner producer. Well, I hope he's going to work with it. Yeah, no, and he does the he does making as a hobby and stuff. We we had a couple yeah. of little conversations with him the last couple of days. He's a super interesting guy and like yeah, really yeah. creative and super into the hobby. So he, he's like now learning who we all are, and and he's yeah. he's really into what everybody's doing because he just he like knew laura for a year yeah that's it and then just <clears throat> then spent a week running us around <laughs> because i needed wood yeah actually that was his son but oh, he wouldn't he wouldn't stop giving me shit about it anyway so fuck <laughs> him. But, he's uh, in my video anyway i've got i've got a bit of happy time in my video dude he nice. was lights out amazing <laughs> with the screen printing thing so if anybody hasn't seen the videos yet i feel like we should at least just mention what we worked on specifically yeah. but i'll start out with i did a silk screening downdraft table like a vacuum table that holds the paper down while you pull the ink through it and habu done it a few times before um he like printed all of his first t-shirts and stuff so he's he's done a lot of the process and you could tell um, even with like his wrist action. He's like, oh, yeah, bro, you got right. it's like a one shot. You're yeah, like, yeah, you got to yeah. be quick about it. And he was just like, no, if you can keep reloading ink and do all, I was like, great, because the person pulling the screens just needs to be a robot. Yeah, yeah. And there are all these little minor adjustments that he was doing the whole time. He was brilliant. Um, but then Ellen was in her like sundress because that's just what she was wearing that day, and. I have her in the video. She's she's like, I'm going to look like the woman from Wheel of Fortune hanging the posters. It was like, perfect. Um, so between the four of us, it was like Hassan pulling, me running around, grabbing all the things or dropping posters off because we basically filled the floor of, of Laura's shop. And Jess was running back and forth and cleaning the screens in between. And Ellen was helping uh, with pulling and doing the posters and whatnot. And then we did Jenny's t-shirt. He really, really wanted to get a t-shirt with the print on it. Mm, yeah. But even Habo and I on the first color, we were just like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> this isn't how screen printing works on fabric, but yeah. it actually did. It's probably one of the better prints that came out of the whole run. We're like, Oh fuck you. We're like, of course <laughs> that had to be great. Um, but it was, it was brilliant. Um, I didn't realize it even when I was editing because we were just on such a time crunch of having to finish before we left. Um, so I, I blasted through the edit as fast as I could. And then it wasn't until a couple of days later where I was like, Oh my God, almost everybody was in my video. The only person that's not really featured was Kiel or Marielle and, and Lisa. Seb. Um, and yeah, Seb wasn't there. That was super unfortunate. Um, Jenny, <clears throat> Jenny Swiss is just a blur in the background of one of my shots. So that's adorable. 
But I actually got to put everybody in the video in yeah. some capacity, which I was super happy about. And again, like Steve was saying earlier, it's like everybody was willing to help or if if they didn't have anything to do, they were just like, right, what needs to get done? So Habu was down because he, he wasn't leaving until the next day anyway. So he was like, yeah, I'm up for printing posters. I want to take one home. I was like, cool, great. He sat there the whole time with us. And um, Ellen, Jesus. <laughs> this is this is an episode about Ellen. Um, she helped from every part uh, of of like printing out the transparency. She was there with me because we were working on Laura's computer, and she was helping me with the German translations. <laughs> and then she was helping me burn the screens, and then cleaning them, and then she was there pulling them. And you know, Jess built the the whole table stand that holds all of the equipment and has this little slidey out table where I could put all the cleaners and stuff on like that moment of just being like, Holy shit. Everybody was in the video at, at some point, everybody ponied up because, you know, I didn't necessarily ask for it, but people were very willing to help and, and very willing to jump in, even if they hadn't done it before, you know, yeah. Habu had had some experience with it, but like Jess and Ellen had never done the process before and i was like right once this gets started we gotta go because like the ink will dry out the screens will get dry it'll all go to shit the longer this takes and just watching everybody like pop yeah pop pop you're looking around and like everybody else is moving oh it's brilliant like one of the things that i i loved when i was doing mine is the fact that because there was uh welding involved um christian uh the the guy that's been doing uh some filming for for laura recently he uh, had never done any welding. And I think Al actually said that he wanted to have a go and was like, oh, is there any chance, you know, you could just have a go? And I was like, fuck, yes, <laughs> perfect. So that meant that I could then get behind the camera again because I was really struggling with um, remembering to film stuff because it's been so long since I've actually filmed a video that I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I, 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 I keep forgetting to, to film bits. Um, so I jumped behind the camera and then... Hassan was showing Christian how to weld and going through it with him. And it was great because it meant that I got both of them on camera, uh, like learning how to weld. And I think uh, Kiel came along and, and did a bit of welding as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was just really nice getting other people involved and getting other people to try things that they'd not done before. Um, uh, actually on the video and having that be part of the build process because um, it's essentially my my build was a, a metal box like there was a a couple of extra bits to it but it's essentially just a metal box there was nothing com- complex about it so it was really nice having that um that added value to it um i mean it would have been great if if we'd had more time to play around with the forges and and to actually like go through um like properly how to forge with people because that's that's what my plan was originally for the saturday but i got dysentery on the Friday and then lost the day. <laughs> it's but, uh, but yeah, like, it would have been really good if, if, if I'd had that extra time, but meh. Um, it was still nice to kind of get everybody else involved and, and doing different bits. I mean, it, I know it sounds like a recurring fucking theme and like we talk about collaboration and community and stuff, but even early doors with this video series, just reading the comments on YouTube, like everybody is talking about how great it is to see people yeah. working together. Like Brett, it's so nice to see your videos not in shadows and you're with other people. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, somebody was like, this is the lightest video yeah. you've ever done. Like, <laughs> More ways than one. Um, but yeah, it, re- it really is going down and it really is like having an effect to see that like that enthusiasm and, and that work ethic rubs off. And yeah. it, you know, it's, it's not just one way. It's like everyone's having a knock on effect on everyone else. Um, yeah. again like I'm trying to get I, I think I've got every, like again pretty much everyone in my video that was there um, even Schmudo <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he didn't want to help though he's lazy <laughs> but but that was one of the things that uh, that I really liked uh, with attitude on the whole thing is she really wants uh, the the 10 makers hashtag thing to to carry on and to and for other people to pick it up and she's like it doesn't matter if it's not yeah, if it's not her, if it's not us, if it's not anyone that was involved in this, it's the the concept, the idea of there's a big project or a, or a thing that needs doing, and just getting a bunch of makers involved, 
you know, and, and just getting it, getting it done. And again, it not being about, you know, it, it's not a, a, a meet up. It's not a, um, it's not an event. Oh, yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like it, it's not a, a, like you say, it's not a circle jerk. It's not, it's, you're not turning up to, to learn from one another as yeah. such. You're just turning up to get shit done. I think the um, fact that it was organic with the timing as well, in terms of yeah. like, someone could be there that week, someone could be there the next week. It can cross over. Yeah. There's no schedule. There's no timing. There's no like, like planned events. Like tonight we're going to have the band. It was like, yeah. no, was like, no, tonight we're going to make a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow exactly. we're going to make a fire as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think that the, I'm not saying it was like, unorganized because it was incredibly organized um but and i think that was just testament to everyone that was there yeah. being willing to kind of help out but the fact that laura had set it up in a way that was more it wasn't regimented no it was just this is what it, this is what it should be like this is yeah. what life should be like and i think um i thought maybe we talk about this later but probably because you brought it up now steve it's worth saying like i think this is the way to do it yeah um i th- I, th- I, re- I talked uh i was gonna say last week but we haven't recorded for about three weeks <laughs> um last episode when i was talking about what joe's doing with the kind of um make a festival thing it's the same attitude yeah. like he doesn't want it to be an event he doesn't want it to be like ticketed or scheduled or exclusive or anything like that it's just like yeah. i'm gonna do this if you want to come along come along yeah there'll be a place for you there'll be a space for you everyone's welcome if you've got to wait for a tool it doesn't matter Sit, yeah. you know there's another 12 fucking drill drivers on the rack. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, but I think that was one of the fa- the big successes um, and testament to Laura is that she's made this space and hopefully it can be used in that way in a very organic way that's like, if they're not there that week, it doesn't matter. If there's 10 yeah. people there the next week, they can camp. You know, yeah. it's like, um, it works really well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think the more, the more you try to iron it out and like polish it, it would lose that, that sort of charm. I think the yeah. fact that we're, everybody's capable of, of being flexible and adaptable, it, 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 yeah. it, it just felt right. Yeah. Well, cause I mean, the thing is, is you think when you, when you do a build project, it doesn't matter how much you plan it out, unless it's, unless it's a production thing where you're making, like you're making it the same shit every single yeah. day. Like every single build project, there's, there's unexpected things. There's things that you weren't expecting to happen uh, which I realize I've just said the same thing twice. Um, but like you, you come across problems, you come across all of a sudden, oh shit, I don't have enough of that. Or, you know, that I've just pulled that board out and it's it's a wobbly piece of shit. I need to go and get a new one. Or, you know, that tool's broke or whatever. Like the when you're doing projects like that, you can't over plan it. And and like you said, the, the beauty of of what it was is the fact that there was there was a basic structure there. But then everyone was given the freedom to to work at their own pace and to and to do what they needed to do, and and everyone was willing to help out. Like if you know if you're waiting for glue to dry, then you you go and help someone else and see if they need a hand lifting something up or moving it around or whatever. And it was it was fucking brilliant to have that kind of uh, organic um, uh, structure to everything. It was great. Yeah, to go along with that fact, um, I did the wrong thing and and spent maybe the first day, day and a half that I was there having a bit more stress than I needed to kind of inject in the situation. Um, I, you know, I had had the chat with Laura that I was going to do a a silkscreen and a poster situation, but in my head, I had planned on doing this, you know, gigantic 24 by 30 inch. almost movie poster thing you know it was like oh is it we'll have transparencies and we'll do all this and i'll pull the screen and the video and whatever i came in with the game plan and laura and i's uh discussion up to that point is like yeah i've got all the stuff you know whatever you need and i showed up and that wasn't what we had (laughs) which wasn't it it really wasn't a big deal i stressed out because i was like fuck i i have to like rethink this which means i need to step back because I work, I I like to do a, enough pre-planning to hit the go button. Yeah. And I think there were a few moments where I was chatting with Laura where it was kind of like, hey, you know, are you started? This is the materials, you know, are we are we moving on this thing? Um, and I just had to kind of have a sit and think out what the new approach was. She still had everything that we needed. I yeah. just had to scale everything down, 
sort out transparencies and poster and all these little bits that needed yeah. to line up. I just had to realign them. And yeah. it was because I had kind of planned too much or planned more than I needed to. Yeah. I because really I'm, it was the idea of it. It was like, I know how to make a silk screen. I know how to do the graphics for it. I know how to do this, that, and the other thing. I came in with a preconceived notion of, of this being more regimented and being like very structured. Brett, this is the yeah. box of stuff that I have pulled aside for you. And it actually became so much more enjoyable after I let that go. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get there. This is going to get done. Whoever's still here to help me pull these posters, I hope we have a fun time doing it. I'll make a video out of it. I've had everybody involved. It's great. But I definitely spent the first couple of days like stressing out a bit. Yeah. Shit that I didn't need to stress out about. Yeah. I think that's a, re- that's a really good like um like word of advice, like a word of warning cuz it's like over planning is absolutely is like the absolute opposite of planning. Like you, yeah. you can be so organized that actually when you turn up <laughs> It's this false sense of security, and then you think, "Oh fuck, I'm not prepared to improvise." Yeah, because I, I did, I did pretty much the same. Brett, I, I had a game plan, and it was all it was based on was Laura's like tiny little sort of shop tour she did on on a one of her Instagram stories a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and I was like, "Oh well, that's the that's the workshop." And I'm like, "Oh well, then I can I can do whatever I want with the beds because it's fucking huge." And the yeah. beds are just going to be like somewhere in the workshop. <laughs> like I did not realize they were in a tiny bedroom upstairs that was two meters high, two meters wide, and had like a sloping roof. Yeah. So like I, I, I was the same as you, but I, I went there with a game plan, thinking like I can build this, and it can have a crow's nest, and then we'll have like a bit of the bottom as well. <laughs> it can all be like one gym, like central trunk up the middle, and it'd be crazy. And it's like, oh no, you've got like this tiny, like literally, I was within sort of like centimeters with what I had to yeah. work with. Because it all had to scale back down to the size of a mattress, and, yeah. and and so everything had a knock-on effect. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like this whole pre-planning idea was just like way out of it. And then it was yeah. just right. What can we? What can we? What can we work with? Go to the timber yard. This is the timber they've got. Right. Okay. So I'm making it with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> space I have. This is what size of mattress is. Right. Oh fuck. So it, again, it was like retrofitting your initial plan, yeah. but then actually it being a so much more enjoyable process because it's way more the way I like to work, which is on the fly. Yeah. Um, But then it's involving the people around you. Like you say, you haven't got that tool. So you use that one instead. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am just before I go on to, to my point, I just want to clarify for, for everyone listening. You have to watch, if you only watch one video, you have to watch owls because that, that bed setup is fucking genius. It looks fantastic. (laughs) And I spent two nights sleeping in it after Al had left, and it it was fucking delightful. The, I'm genuinely so impressed and happy with how that turned out. It's fucking awesome, dude. Um, yeah, whatever. It's all but, right. No, exactly. It's all right as well, Brett. But but yeah, because no, I I had kind of uh, a similar sort of thing. Like I uh, when we when we first started talking about it. Like uh, I think Kiel suggested writing up a a materials list, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I put in like, right, I need this, so it's going to be this thick and all this. Yep. And I did the same. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was basically building out like in my head, I was like, right, okay, I'm essentially copying exactly what we use in the workshop. Um, it was like, yeah, I know exactly how that's all going to tie together. I know exactly how I'm going to build that. If I use this gauge of that and this size diameter pipe, and yeah, okay. And um, it's it's also like taking shit for granted, like yeah. We, we we don't have two by fours in Germany. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, but but that was the thing is like I was, I was, like, I was a, like a one and a half by eight. I don't know. Yeah. But I I think I was in a slightly better position than you guys because I I got a couple of messages off Laura uh, like in the week preceding, being like, uh, yeah, no, so I can't actually get that, and would this stuff do, and would that do, and. And like, so I, I kind of turned up fully expecting to, uh, or fully expecting not to have what I was like, what I'd written down to have, and I kind of knew that I was going to have to improvise a bit. And I mean, like I say, at the end of the day, it's a it's a fucking box. It's not hard to make a, a metal box. Um, so yeah, and and bless her, Laura was actually a bit worried about the fact that you know I wasn't going to have exactly what I wanted and all this. And uh, and I was like, no, it, it's fine. You know, I can I can work with that. That's what we all do. We all work with with what we've got. 
And it ended up making that build uh, far more, I, I guess, enjoyable, but far more interesting because it was like, oh shit, I've, I, you know, having to problem solve on the fly. I mean, there's there's a few things about that build itself that I would like to change. Um, like if I was to go back now and had a few days free, that you know, there's some little tweaks I'd make to it. Yeah. But but I still made what I wanted to make, and it still worked in the way I wanted it to work. So. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was I, I, you know what, I'm I'm trying not to look at this too negatively in any way because it was it was oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all oh, completely course. brilliant, but you know, uh, hindsight being what it is, um, the minute I kind of hung it up and and got over the whole, uh, oh, I didn't this this wasn't exactly what I was planning on and shit, I have to change everything. The minute that stopped and I went, right, we're going to make this work. I have the stuff I need. I'll figure it out. I'll find some inks. I'll find some stuffs, whatever. Um, the minute I hung up all the all the pre-planning that yeah. hadn't quite, quote unquote, gone right, it was super enjoyable. Yeah. And, and then it just felt like I was hanging out with my friends and doing what I do enjoy yeah. doing, which is like, I'm kind of know how to do this i can build 87 <laughs> percent of a thing i've never built a downdraft box before yeah. but it's effectively a, a box with holes in it i could do yeah. that right i mean like i <laughs> no, I, I mean this with so much love like the first uh little bit of time that we were all there and i it, you you could see how stressed you were about it <laughs> and and I, I was like, oh, fuck, dude, I, f- I feel it's bad. just the way my face looks, Steve. <laughs> but, like, like I, I knew that you were worried about it, and I knew you wanted to kind of to get shit done, and you, and you wanted to you wanted to make the best thing you could make. And I, I don't know what it was that triggered it, but there was, like, literally one minute you were stressed, and then the next time I saw you, you'd just gone, bing, like, ah, okay, I, I, I can do this. So it's just... I'm being a dick. Like I'm, I I can totally do this. Like, what I'm doing. It, yeah, I was being a dick. Um, but uh, <laughs> but then like seeing that relax, like you just seeing you visibly relax and visibly kind of go, all right, I can have fun with this now. And it was fucking great because all of a sudden it was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is what I like. This is where Brett just like make shit up on the fly and like then well then it just became like ow i need you and yeah. we're gonna spin outside and walk around like dinosaurs yeah sounds good great yeah. cool what part of the video is this don't worry don't about care. it <laughs> and yeah no it was fuck it was brilliant to see and i think that's that's the thing is like i think everyone that when they first turned up there was um like varying lengths of time for ever like for each person but like that little bit of um <sighs> I guess feeling slightly uncomfortable because you know it's it's a new shop it's it's not it's not your space it's getting you new to a new space it's it's getting used to uh there being so many other people around that perhaps you don't even know um and then watching everyone just kind of get into this comfortable groove and then by the time we'd all been there for half a day like everyone just just working together and just that really nice flow and it's like this is what happens when you get a bunch of people that that make shit together. Like, and everyone just gets on. It was fucking the, great. The, the first scene in, in my video, it's out. It'll probably be out the same day as this, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. For the first scene in my video is about ten minutes after me arriving, and it's literally yeah. I, just went, I just went straight up and started measuring the room. Came down, started doing some sketches, and the next scene is me doing the sketches, and that's literally it's literally just straight after it. And then you can already see the beer on the table that Sebastian's <laughs> given me. <laughs> Brilliant! I, I hadn't even been there for half an hour, and, I, and yeah. it was like in the morning on Monday, and I'd already had a beer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fantastic! Oh, I love it. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I think the only other thing that I like before we move on to anything else, like the only other thing I want to say about uh, the whole place is the actual, uh, the space itself is like Laura's workshop is, is awesome, but the surroundings as well were fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like from the, the countryside to the, the old uh, paper mill that's like just the other side of the river um, that, 
you know, we got to go and have a little bit of an explore around and it was just, it was a fucking great place to be. And, and yeah, I just, I, I don't know whether you guys wanted to say anything about it at all, but for me, it was so nice to be um, somewhere that was slightly more industrial than where the forge is, because the forge is essentially in the middle of a field. Um, but for it to not be, um, not be in a in a city center or anything like that, it's it was it seemed to be a really nice balance between industrial and countryside. And I think, like, I'm excited to see what Laura does with it over the next couple of years. I mean, I don't know if, you, if either of you two got a chance to go into Cologne to Laura's old shop. No. But, but basically, it, it's a really good point, Steve, because that was in the city. In the city, Yeah. Um, and it was like incredibly industrial. It just felt like a sort of an industrial lot and everything around it was like that. And it was very kind of urban. Um, but I was just like, I was kind of a little bit confused about the new space because it was... It was this old mill and a collection of other old buildings. There was like a wood mill and other things. Yeah. But it, to me, it just seemed like it was in the middle of the countryside. Yeah. Like, you know, there was a river there which maybe would have been used to transport stuff. I don't know. Um, and a water source for the actual mill itself, the one we went to, yeah. the Chernobyl one that we went to look at. Um, <laughs> so I didn't really understand why. That, but there was, there was loads of these. So you drove another five kilometers at the most. And there'd be another cluster of these barns. Yeah. I think actually the paper mill at Laura's is part of like a complex. Yeah. Um, but it was it was beautiful because you would just be driving down a country road with like pretend tree tunnels, German tree tunnels. <laughs> uh, and then you'd suddenly be arrived at this like massive in like weird like industrial collection of barns, like yeah. sli- slightly rustic, but still like obviously hugely industrial and doing a in their prime doing like a massive job. So I I loved the the juxtaposition of it. I loved the yeah. The combination of the fucking river that was a hundred meters away, yeah, <laughs> that you could just go and swim in. Yeah, and we just took a swim. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Love that's it. what I was gonna. That's the only thing I was gonna add is if if I could have it in my uh, in my future, it would be having a shop, maybe not as big as Laura's, um, with the little creek that you could just go have a yeah. sit in <laughs> when it was thirty three degrees celsius outside and just going right it's two o'clock in the afternoon i'm gonna go sit in the river and just make yeah. my body cold yeah. <laughs> it was awesome yeah i mean uh i i think i i had a conversation with pretty much everyone that was there about how much i wanted that little little abandoned house that was oh, yeah. tucked away in the corner it was like it's got the river running right next to it the potential to put a water wheel in it there's enough land around it that I'm happy. It's big enough that I can make as much like dust and noise and shit as I want. Like that, that place is perfect for me. And it has a fucking tree growing out of the wall. What more could you want? In, inside outside tree. Yeah. It was fucking, it was great. In fact, you could almost say it was spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. okay so we're doing abs so that is al first uh yes i would like to spiff christian um who was at the uh the 10 makers thing at laura he wasn't classed as one of the 10 makers um but he was absolutely pivotal to the whole the whole event and he captured some really great footage of all of us and some really nice shots and obviously he, he he films uh laura's videos and i'm not sure if he edits them as well um i think he does now yeah all right fantastic but yeah there was there was drones going off um he did a really good but he was he really understood what was going on because he's a maker himself he wasn't i was gonna say he wasn't just a cameraman but that's a disservice to cameramen (laughs) and but he actually understood what was going on he like to to your point you know he wanted to get involved with with a bit of welding and stuff and um he he understands it he in fact he he showed me a picture of his fucking lathe that he got was this amazing like compound lathe with a, a drill press built into it so it was yeah. almost like a mill lathe. It was fucking amazing. Awesome. Um, but yeah, super nice guy. Um, obviously really talented. It, it, I don't know how long he's been working with Laura. I think it's relatively recent. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think from what she was saying that it's it was kind of like a temporary thing to see how it went and right. see if it was worth, um, like if they both got on and, and everything, kind of, if uh, he could do more with them. But yeah, like he was so good at capturing moments because 
he was always there with a the camera, but it never felt like it was being thrust in your face. It was, yeah. and he managed to catch some some fucking great shots of people. I'm hoping there's some like good behind the scenes stuff as well because every every time right. I was filming, he, he'd come and film me filming. Yeah. So I think, and yeah. I've never experienced that before. I've never seen myself in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully yeah. there's some good stuff. But yeah, Christian Sherman. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but his, his Instagram handle is a bit weird, so we'll put it, Steve will put it in the show notes in November, and then we can yeah. uh, check him out. Perfect. Yeah, uh, cool. Brett, you're next. Yeah. I don't know if this is a respiff. I feel like it is, but mine goes to Kiel. Kiel Otto. Yeah. Um, Kielski, if you're not following him on the grams. And he does have a YouTube channel. <laughs> he tried to give me shit about, like, I don't do YouTube, but yeah, shut <laughs> up. He's Indian. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do not do YouTube. Um he he was amazing because he never stopped moving all day and against all odds got Laura's shop entirely wireless wi wi fied. Um the, the story of how that happened is fucking great because it's, it's fucking outrageous. The thing is, is, he spent like three days fucking about with it and just so like putting so much effort into it and then ended up going back to support and basically ripping out everything he'd done and got them to change something and it just started working. Yeah, he was and it was so annoyed. Dude, well, watching him push through that and still never like losing a smile on his face oh, yeah. and he was willing to help anybody else because he'd be like, I can't do anything right now. Yeah. Um, what can I do elsewhere? Like he, he never stopped. He was super helpful. And for my sake, I wouldn't have been able to get a video online if it wasn't for yeah. him. I wouldn't have been able to do what I was meant to do if it wasn't for kill. And I know everybody yeah. else just being able to like, you know, post on Instagram and it's not all about the social media shit, but you know, it's, it's nice to be able to share that stuff and kind of yeah. bring people along and not go, Hey, we're going to have this super exclusive hangout and fuck everybody else and you'll see it you got to watch our videos for it it was like no this is see us all eating dinner at ellen's table you'll see how the table's built in a little bit it's yeah he was super crucial and he's just a lovely person to have around so thanks kill um yeah i think uh he's all right (laughs) he was uh he was the thing that jazz was most jealous of the fact that i got to hang out with kiel <laughs> and uh yeah he's just the, the sweetest guy ever i love him um, can't grow a beard though can he i know <laughs> but his easy uh, owl easy his, with uh the twin drills and yeah. i love you cocky was fucking amazing that was amazing such a good shot um <laughs> yeah uh so that now it's me I uh, sorry. <laughs> it's me. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Pam Harris. Um, uh, otherwise known uh, on some of the social medias as Highland Boxes, um, but she doesn't really do boxes anymore. She's now <laughs> doing more resin stuff. Fancy blanks. Um, and yeah, like I said at the the beginning of the show, like I finally got to spend some actual time with her. I've known or known of Pam on social media for years. Uh, but actually getting to spend a bit of quality time with her um, today was, was fucking awesome. Uh, Brett, that's so weird. It's <laughs> kind of awesome at the same time. Though. I love it. Uh, I'm going to do every episode like this from now on. <laughs> I so, Brett, but, nail gone on uh, the edge of a straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's just turned all of his lights off, so he's now just like really powerfully mood lit, and it's so weird. Uh, <laughs> especially because he's pulling faces. Anyway, uh, back to the lovely things I was saying about Pam. Um, yeah, Pam's ace. Uh, she makes some fucking awesome stuff. She's super, super friendly, and if you're getting into any kind of resin or anything like that, she's really helpful for answering questions. She's more than happy to to help out where she can um but i would suggest also watch some of her videos if you if you're interested in getting into it actually watch them because she's got so much um knowledge to give on that uh so yeah that's pam uh have we got any other business al two portions of any other business one oh i want a unimoke 
Yes. So fucking great. Send me one. I'm sure they're cheap. You can just ship them <laughs> over. It's fine. Um, the most fun I think I've ever had on two wheels, and so confusing. <laughs> that the pedals so are good. So good. But yeah, getting it like up to fifty on the flat. On this little electric bike was fucking terrifying. Um, <laughs> yeah, second any business, and this is not fucking affiliated or sponsored in any way. But I just want to give a shout out to Nick at Haikoki for um, basically making this whole thing possible. Uh, the fact that a company like that is willing to kind of help out—I want to say the little guys, but I don't even know if like size does matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the trust that they had in Laura yeah. just go here's 10 people I've plucked out randomly yeah. you know um, and they were willing to kind of support us and yeah. buy the tools for the, for the week and I just thought it was, I thought it was fantastic and yeah. obviously Nick's just great laughter to <laughs> with him. <laughs> <laughs> but even seeing like the big bods turn up and yeah very confusingly watch me burn things as I'm drinking beer at 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use the sort of power plane. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, just, I just thought it was, again, another example of a great brand doing something like we've talked about, like um, Carolina Boots, you know, yeah. like the guys you guys are working with, Brett, with the ladies' pants. Um, <laughs> Easy. It's I like my ladies' pants. pants. They're the fucking best pants I've ever worn. Uh yeah, no, I think that that is a really good shout. And like I say, Nick himself is is fucking ace laugh. Uh, but for the company to do that is, yeah, it was good. Um, I actually have a couple of little bits of AOB as well. Uh, the first one is uh, the... So I, I briefly touched on the fact that I got really ill while I was out there and I spent a day kind of semi-comatosed and spent the entire time watching episodes of how to drink on YouTube. And I would highly recommend that to anyone. It's really good fun. Mostly because you can see him getting more and more drunk as he's making the drinks. Uh, <laughs> and the other one, uh, I managed to have a little bit of influence on a extremely wonderful Instagram account. Um, when I was in Berlin, uh, it's, it's been a bit inactive for a little while. But it's started up again now, and that's Berlin car culture. Uh, basically, Berlin is full of all kinds of weird and wonderful automobiles, and that uh, that account is uh, is documenting some of it. So go check it out and see a VW thing or type one eight one. That's fucking great. So yeah, that's it. Uh, I think Brett wants to go now, so we're going to finish up. Uh, I can see, yep, he's he's putting one finger up, which I'm pretty sure means he's got one minute left. So uh, if you want to get hold of us, you can find us on all, all the usual social medias. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Uh yeah, and if you want to get hold of us as a group, you can find us at Fools with Tools, uh FTBTpodcast.com, FTBT Podcast on Instagram, uh, and Fools with Tools uh Facebook group. It's really fun in there. There's cool people in there. There's also some dickheads, but yeah, we, we can't really get rid of Tim. He's been on the show now. Um Yeah, so that's it. Uh, we love you all. We'll hopefully see you all again soon. Be cool to each other. Give each other cuddles. It's all good. Love you. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.